Hello, welcome back to Just Church Won't Cut It with the Josiahs, episode three. We today will be talking about the fact that Satan gives gifts too. And uh, it, it may not be something that's commonly thought of or considered, right? We see, we know the things that we receive um, or things that other people receive. We could just, we could just think that, man, the Lord is just really blessing us. Oh, the Lord is really blessing that person. Um, but ultimately, Satan does give gifts too. Um, and we'll go over that and what that looks like a little bit later. That's right. You know, so, you know, I mean, so what do you think? What do you think? What, what does that mean? Satan does give gifts too. Yeah. So there's always two sides, right? So we know how the Lord blesses and then Satan always tries to to mimic and copy and he does things a lot of times the opposite of okay. what the Lord does um, and ultimately we know when the Lord blesses us and anything that he gives us is going to lead to life and the things that Satan how he may package things and, and present things to people we know that it's going to lead to destructions and to, and to death that's so. right you know what that's a you know this is a very interesting topic because a lot of times like like we you know, we think we know Satan, but we don't really know Satan. And, you know, we have images of Satan, you know, with the the red skin, the horn, you know, the goat head, you know, we have all these images, but then like his characteristics are more alive and more vivid than his actual image that's projected to us. So what we know of Satan through sight you know, is not compared to what he is internally, who he is spiritually, you know, who he is, you know. So, like Satan gives gifts too. Satan is a powerful entity, you know. He's powerful for, you know, for the world, you know, because this is his world. But, you know, for the believers in Christ through Christ, you know, then Christ have authority over him. Christ already won. Through his uh, through his blood and through his death and resurrection, you know. But that's why Satan gives gifts too. So meaning that Satan has, you know, things has, you know, merchandise. He has things that he offers and gives, you know, like give you the best offer that you probably won't even turn down, can't even turn down, you know. And and one of the things that well, not one of the things, but just how like the Lord knows us, like Satan. Like he knows the like what what things we like, what things our flesh wants. Like he knows the desires of our hearts as well. Yeah. So he can use that to play against you. It could be, oh, I want a new job, I want a new car, I want want a, a new spouse, or I want a spouse. Um, he knows that, and so when he comes to package, like you're saying, how he packages things, like it's it's going to appeal to your flesh, and it's going to appeal to what you want. Um, to try to make you to make that decision. You know, you know, and, and, and it's amazing how the scriptures talks about how wickedness and evilness, you know, that manifests on the outside starts from the depths of the heart. Mm -hmm. So, like, when Satan is dealing with you, you know, he's dealing with you from your heart first, you know, the, the things that your heart desires, you know. So, if it's not the things of God, the things of the most high, then, you know, most is the things of the world, the things of the flesh. So, Satan is a master in that area where he will package 
you know, things and bring it to you based on your desire of your heart. So if it's not the Lord, if not, if it's not loving the most high, it's not the scriptures, it's not about, you know, if it's not seeking the most high and wanting to please him, you know, but your flesh, if it's about your flesh, then of course Satan's gonna come with that package and and, and appeal to your flesh and give you give you an offer that you barely can turn won't, won't be able to turn down. And think about this, like how many times have you wanted something so badly? That's right. Want something so badly that when you receive it, you know, and you just just think it was God, like like you know, God did it. Oh, thank you, Lord. Like, how many award shows have we witnessed so many times where you know for a fact that that artist, you know, all all that artist songs were blasphemous, blasphemous against the Most High, against God, you know, but then they received that award. You know, BET, MTV, whatever, VH1, whatever, stand there and say, you know, I want to thank the man above. I want to thank God. You know, we have so many believers that 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 just like, you know, what are you talking? He's talking about God, or she's talking about God. So that means like, that person is a Christian. That person, is, you know, you know, thank God for them. Yeah, and a lot of times, who 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 is their God, right? And so they they call Satan God too. They Absolutely. call Satan Lord as well. So we just can't be deceived um, by that. You know what? And, and you're right. You know, just how, I mean, these things that we're talking about, this, these things have been happening for many for a long time now, you know, and it's happening even now, nowadays as we speak to the second, people still like, you know, saying still offering people gifts, you know, for their souls, gifts for their influences in life to be in, be able to influence the world into hell. Satan's still offering people things, you know, to this day. And people are still taking the bait. People are still like, like, still people know, people that are aware of who Satan is been hearing about Satan all their lives. Grew up in the church, grew up, you know, grew up in a religious, through a religious background and talk about Satan to an extent or learn it through the world. Just talking about Satan evil. But yet, no, you know, some of those some of those people that get that offer and get that gift, they give presentation from Satan for their souls. You know, you know, some of them have compromised and took the bait and and went along and 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 signed a deal with Satan, got that record deal with Satan, got that athletic you know deal with Satan, that NBA contract with Satan, that NFL contract with Satan, superstar superstar contract with Satan. You know, and you know, so the desire of their hearts, you know, the desire of their hearts, you know, at the time, you know, hey, you know, money, money and wealth and success. Of course, Satan's going to give you, you know, something that going to offer you gifts that is hard for you to turn down. So everything that you ever wanted. So if you if you were a child growing up poor, never had you know, probably had one bedroom, you slept in one bedroom with like eight siblings, you know, mom, single mom, barely had food to eat, barely, you know, you know, you had to raise yourself and, you know, like the doctor's part of life that you ever lived. And, you know, and you grow up with that desire to one day be rich and be famous and be like your idols that were presented before you. It could be athletic idols, entertainment idols. You know, comedy, idols, um, it's just whatever idols presented before you. And you, you look at these people and see their achievements, you know, fortune and fame, latest ride, latest, 
you know, biggest man mansions, biggest houses, biggest mansion possible. You know, you see all that, and you know that little kid who do not understand what it cost, what it took to get to that for them to achieve those things, and just thought that oh, because they say you know, I want to thank the man above or thank God for blessing me, and they just feel like you know that person is did everything right. In the eyes and that's of the where Lord. the blessings came Dude, from. That's where the blessing blessing came from, you know. And you know, and we all, like even me as a child, I was, you know, hypnotized by by that, you know. And I thought my favorite artists, my favorite, you know, musicians. I thought they, you know, I thought they were God people too. Like God loved, like they 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 did things that was pleasing before the eyes of the Lord, you know. As a kid, because those those were my idols, my 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 heroes. That I felt like, you know what? If they, you know, can make it, I could make it also. And I wanted to make it just like them, you know. Until God had to sit me down and help me, you know, realize and understand that it's more to it than just, you know, fortune and fame and success and limelight, and you know. So, so you know. So the Lord talks about how wickedness starts, you know, the depths of depths, the depths of human beings' heart, meaning that the darkest the, the the darkest place of your heart where nobody can see, nobody are able to see. That's where wickedness starts from. Our hearts, you know, our hearts is the wickedest, you know, organ that we have in our body. So you know, the heart, and that's what Christ came to, you know. Correct the situations of the heart. Correct the problems of the heart. You know, remove hearts of stone, replace replace it with hearts of flesh. You know, so like so, Satan do give do give gifts. He offer gifts. You know, to the world to see whoever whoever whoever's willing to, you know, fall for his tricks and fall for his gifts and take his gifts in order to wor worship him. You know, so um, let's get into some scriptures real quick. And just talk about some of the things that the Lord was trying to warn us about ahead of time. So, uh, the book of Timothy, 1 Timothy 6, chapter 6, verse 9 to 10. Okay. But people who long to be rich fall in temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the truth, from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. So 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9 to 10. You know, so, you know, and I, and I had many times people get this scripture miscoded. Where they, you know, usually hear people say, oh, money is the root of all evil. Money is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. Money is the root of all evil. The actual scripture is not money is the root of all evil. The actual scripture is the love of money is the root of all evil. Meaning that money is a necessity. But when you love money, when you love money, then that's a whole nother level. Where it goes from money just being common to money being a, idol. Uh, an idol or dictator of your life that dictates your, your life, becomes the God of your life. So if you love money, 
so much. If you love money, then you are setting yourself up to be trapped into doing you know, foolish things or harmful things that leads to destruction, leads to your ruin. You know, even if it's not you, but you can ruin your family, your generations to come because you love money so much that you're willing to, you know, sell yourself and sell your soul for money. So it's not money. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, essentially you can't allow, first you have to be real with yourself. Um, you have to be real. Mm -hmm. And... I know at one point, even for myself, you know, that, that area was something that I don't want to say was, it's, it's, he definitely, it was, I was, I was just young and just, I was just, just getting it. Um, I <laughs> was selling stuff since I was like in middle school on the school bus, wow. selling airheads and blow pops and just just really like grinding and just getting it from a very young age. And so um, I've been very goal oriented really mm. like my whole life. And it was just like, kind of like chasing the bag, like always chasing the bag, chasing the bag, chasing the bag. And like, it was very, very, very important. And like, and you know, like early on in our, in our relationship and our marriage, like that was always like a thing. It was a big thing. Um, and then, in the past, like, probably like three years, I would say, the Lord started working on me in that area. But I had to be, had I not been real with, okay, the desires of my heart and where I was, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have been able to, I'm not going to say he can't because he can do whatever he wants, but likely not been able to reach my heart and then transform me into the person I am today in that area. Okay. Um, because, you know, man. He prepared me in my heart with the money aspect before I was even let go of Best Buy. You know, before mm. they shut down the whole the whole channel. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, because if I was not where I was in my faith with him and if I was still feeling how I felt about money when they give you that call and say, Hey, we're closing down the whole channel and you're gonna be not working, not employed after XYZ, like how would I really have been able to handle that going forward? Um, and then what would my faith had looked like then. Mm -hmm. Um, and so fast forward, you know, there's been different, I mean, it's, it's too, we don't have enough time to really go over all the examples, yeah. but there have been examples where, um, he's presented, no, not, not Satan, but the Lord, there's been presentations and opportunities to make a whole bunch of more money, but that's not what the Lord wanted for us. And that wasn't the direction that the Lord wanted us to go. You had a choice. Though. I had a choice. And it was, these choices were not easy. Let me just uh, remember, I said the Lord is a, is a yeah. constant work. Okay. Okay. So I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, sure. Like these op options were presented to us and it was just like an easy decision. It was you know? appealing. It was very appealing. And um, it would take a mad person to walk away from. Absolutely. And it's like, well, why would you not choose that? And, it was a battle, but okay. ultimately I knew and we knew what the Lord, where he was taking us exactly. and we could not get distracted by, oh, this is what you can have. And so saying no to that, even though it was difficult, we understood where the Lord was taking us and what he wanted us to do and did not allow 
our flesh and what looks good on paper okay. um, to to sway us mm-hmm. and, and make that decision. So when we don't make those right decisions, it can lead us down the wrong path. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying that Satan sent the deal, but I had a choice. We had a decision um, to make. That's and right. it's important when everything is presented to us, okay, is this what the Lord wants us to do? Or is this just... You know, am I going to make a flesh decision or am I going to make a, a Holy Spirit decision? And, you gotta, and move? So you got to test it out. You got to test it out. Am, am I going to move where the Lord wants me to move or am I going to just do what, what seems to be good um, on paper? So that's just just a, a little bit of my experience. But, you know, mm-hmm. we have we, it always starts with the heart. And you just talked about the heart, the heart, the heart. So, like, mm-hmm. what were the desires of my heart like and that had to be dealt exactly. with and he broke that exactly. thing down there's more examples of how he broke <laughs> broke my heart up right. um and dealt with me in that area but i mean it's been a beautiful it's been a beautiful experience because how i am now where i am now like i don't it's not it's nothing like how i feel about money then and how i feel about money now is it's completely different but you know look you know what and 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 you know and it's it's amazing hearing you say that because I I know when we first met, I know you, you yeah you, you you was tight about your coins, you were tight about your money, you was tight about you know you you was on it, you know like I respected you for that, you know period. So like but like hearing you talk now though, it's like a two different person, you know, and 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 this is this is this is you know like so now the, you know the world that we live in, of course. Everything is about money. Everything is about is about money. Who got the, you know, this athlete just signed his biggest deal, two hundred mil. This, you know, uh, musician just got, you know, sold an album like, you know, sold hundred and fifty million copies. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, the biggest money possible. Money is like like the, the, the one thing that's pushed, you know, so much on us. Go to college and get that degree and get that. You know, just so you can make enough money to sustain. You know, and it's like, like who's coming up? Who's who's rich? Who's who's getting the next bag? Go after that bag. Chase after after that bag. Go get it. You know, go get that bread. Go. You know, get rich or die trying. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that. It's like, but then, you know, you know, then in the scripture, like, okay, get rich or die trying. But then in the scriptures, it talks about how you yeah. know, how it's hard. For a rich man to get into heaven. So hard for a rich man to get into heaven. It's as easy for a camel to get through, through the eye of a needle. It's as easy for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. Than for a rich man to get into heaven. Yep, that's Mark 10, 25. So, you say like, wow. Like, man, a camel can get through a needle. Like, what? Like, how's that even going to happen? Like, that's impossible. So... And it's other it's other examples where the Lord told a rich man like sell everything, sell all your possessions, like just leave everything behind uh-huh. and come with me. When he was like, yeah, I want to follow you, and he was like, All right, I gotta go. He wasn't willing to sell everything, and that's the same thing for the for the rich man that's in this scripture is that most if they really have an opportunity to or have to give up everything um, to follow Christ and to live one hundred percent for Christ, a lot of them they are not letting that money go. No. And you know, and you know, the thing is though. But guess what? Everybody inspired to be the next richest person in the world. Most, not, well, when I say everybody, the majority, like 95 percent, you know, few percentage of people don't, you know, been saved by the most by the Lord and been pulled back to where money is, isn't everything. 
you know. And I remember when I used to have arguments with my my brothers out on the street out there. We used to have arguments where it was, you know, the street money comes first, money over everything, money over everything. So the greed, the you know, don't matter how you got it, but you you got it at the end of the day. It don't matter who. It doesn't matter who you stepped on, yeah. who you you know. And I remember we used to have arguments where I used to tell them that it wasn't about money. It was about success. Don't go after money. Go after success. Because if you go after money, money will lead you to dark places where you, you know you might not want to be. But if you go after success and you're successful, guess what? Money chases after you. So so money money can be powerful as long as you give money that power. But it don't have to be, you know. And say and do give gifts and do offer gifts. And that's why ultimately we shouldn't be looking at what other people have. Well, you could see it, right? But we should not covet or want what other people have because you do not know what it took for them to get there. And it could be on either side. It could be a saint, you know. That saint, you may see them, oh, man, they, they have it going on. They're so successful. But you have no idea what their testimony is, what sacrifices they have made to get there. You know, their journey through the Lord might not have been easy. For them mm-hmm. to get to that place, right? So we just we don't know. And then on the other side, you know, whoever is rich and you know worship Satan or not a follower of Christ, you know, looking at the things that they have and wanting those same things or being jealous of what they have, again, you don't know the relationship that they have with Satan. You don't know what sacrifices they they gave. You don't you don't know, um, but they have made some sacrifices. And um, just, just, just know that we we can't be looking at what other people have and then comparing ourselves or wanting what other people have because um, what the Lord has for you, you're gonna get, you know, like that. What what He has for you is for you, and Absolutely. you cannot we cannot compare each other's walks with each other um, or want what other people have because it'll just have you. It, it'll actually put a lot of doubt in your mind and just have you second guessing a lot of stuff, and you know it's just a bad place to be. Um, you really just don't want to be there. Absolutely. And you know what? You, you talk about sacrifice that, you know, the sacrifices on both sides. So meaning that if you, for Satan to give you the world and give you everything that you desire in this world, meaning that you have to sacrifice yourself, sacrifice your soul, you have to bow down to him and worship him as God. He is the God of this world. So he has everything in his possession for now to present to whoever that will worship him. You know, so vice versa. And that's same real. thing with the most high. But it's real. So like y'all, maybe you've heard, like you may think that stuff is like made up stuff, but like it is real. Like people, like Satan really does. Just how the Lord may come, well, comes to people and it's like in, in visions or dreams or comes to them. And it's like that they have these divine moments where the Lord shows up mm-hmm. and speaks to them and says, Whatever the messages the Lord has, right? And then they have a decision or right then and there, they make the decision to follow follow Christ, right? So those situations happen. So what makes you think that Satan doesn't show up and present things to these people? Mm-hmm. Or to just, not just rich people, just people, just in general. They don't have to be millionaires for, for Satan to show up and put something on the platter uh-huh. and say, take this, mm-hmm. choose this. Um, I will give you this. Um, because it's real and it's ha- it happens. Absolutely, and you know, and, and vice versa. The same thing with, with with God. So 
the more of God that you desire, that you want, God requires you to sacrifice yourself and your flesh even more to get more of him. So, you know, so it is, you know, there's sacrifices that made that's made on both both ends. Meaning that you, you have to sacrifice, you know, things for Satan to give you what, what you want, your flesh desire. And then you also have to sacrifice things for the most high, for God, for God to give you what you desire. The difference is that Satan promises and things that Satan give uh, offers during his transactions, you know, it's temporary. It leads to death. It's not authentic. It's not real. It it's delusion yeah, and illusion, yeah. confusion. You know, you might not understand first. It tastes sweet first, and then the end taste of it is bitter. But the Most High and God, on His end, He gives life. Life more abundantly, eternal life. That's his reward. And Satan's reward is death. And that's his reward. But his intentions, yes, death, his intentions are to pull you further away from the Lord, um, to have you be disobedient to the Lord, mm -hmm. and to just just distract you and just, you know, really you, ultimately get, you, you get your soul. Up? Have you messed up for sure. So you, we just have to be very alert. And aware at what our desires are and that when things are presented to us okay what's up with this okay mm -hmm. um and just see it for what it is because we don't want to make make the wrong decisions but ultimately that's why it's so important for us to be in tune with the holy spirit to be in tune with the lord and to be seeking his face consistently and just being being one with him so that if something is a little off then boom whoop, whoop. The antenna, uh -huh. the, the uh -huh. alarm goes off, and we can discern it, and we know. Uh -huh. But if we are operating strictly in our flesh, and uh -huh. that's where Satan is trying to meet us at, right there, then easily you can get swayed, and you can be thinking that something is really good, like, oh, this is what I want. And he's like, yep, I know this is what you want. This is exactly what I'm going to give you. And all along, that one thing that you want is so bad, it's going to pull you further away from the Lord. It can be a job. It can be, you know, be, uh -huh. a, be a, a spouse. It can be... Uh, more money, whatever, right? And we just have to examine everything and and just be aware of the things that could be presented to us that could be detrimental to us. It could be detrimental to our family. It could be detrimental to our, our faith walk um, and our relationship with Christ. So we just have to be on guard. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, you know. And that's what, that's what, like, you know, like this example right here, you know, Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, you know, um, for what is a man profited if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what, or what shall, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You know? So, like, what profits a man to gain the world and lose his soul? And what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Um, you know, <laughs> Some, you know, what we just covered. So, you have all... Satan will offer you the world. Depends on your influence. Depends on who you are. You know, depends on what he, you know, was able to dissect about you from the desires of your heart. He will come to you with the best package to offer you the world, you know? And, you know, and Satan has given many people the world. Like we say back now, we think about a lot of the people that run this world that we live in. 
and we wonder why the world is so e evil and so wicked. We wonder why. How is it that there's so much wickedness all across the four corners of the globe? You know, because Satan have, you know, offered many people through ages, offered many people the world, offered them gifts and, 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 and things that they couldn't refuse. Kings and empires and, you know, that they, they can't refuse his gifts were so good and gracious to you know that they can't refuse and they took it you know and now they are the leaders of the world these are the people that run our religious institutions our you know educational institutions run everything. run everything you know so like somebody took the bait yeah and people are still taking the bait to the second as we speak you know but but then it's like what can you give back after you done gain all these things, but what can you give back well, in exchange for your soul? Which is nothing. nothing. And a lot of times, like we see, we see these 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 rappers where they get to that point, like they start they they want out. Yes. They want out. They yes. want out, and yes. then you can tell that they just they're just trapped. Um, Going through hell. But, yep. But it's real though. It is. So, you know, ultimately. He he's out there, and what this is a scripture I did want to go over, and I know everybody knows about, you know how Satan was trying to tempt Jesus when he was in the wilderness, right? So if we think about this is this is Jesus Christ Himself, okay? This is Him. Mm. This man was out there fasting in the wilderness for forty days, hungry, and he was hungry. Yes, so this True. is even Him, right? Mm. His, his flesh, He was hungry. So okay, desires of His heart, He probably was like, mm, man, some food would probably be real good right now. Nah. And then guess who roll up? Satan. All right. So let's 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 go over that a little bit. It's a little bit long, but it's so important because it really we're talking about like people, right? But let's talk about how Satan presented opportunities, death to Christ. So then Jesus was led by the Spirit. So this is Matthew four, um, one through eleven. So then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, If you are the Son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say, He will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone jesus responded the scriptures also say you must not test the lord your god next the devil took him to the peak of the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory i will give it all to you he said if you kneel down and worship me get out of here satan jesus told him for the scriptures say you must worship the lord your god and serve only him then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. So all of these things, mm. this Satan, you know, just trying to <laughs> tempt him and trick him with lies. Right. So him catch keep, him slipping. Yeah. And he keeps at, like when Satan come, he, he, he be asking questions like if this, well, if your God, if he said you know if he, this, he knows the scriptures. Yep. He, he knows the scriptures. That's how he got Eve. Yep. He, he Adam he Eve. He knows the scriptures. So ultimately, he did it to to Christ, tried to try to tempt him with, with different things, but he already knew what it was. 
Yeah, he was brave enough. Like Satan, Satan's bold. He has confidence. So if he can approach Christ like that, imagine how many you know people that he has he approached like that in the, in history, mm-hmm. and so many people have you know t- so many people took the bait and just went on you know and and we wonder why evil keep perpetuating. Why you wonder why you know the mm-hmm. richest the rich richest people of the world you know. Why they just wouldn't do good? Why there's no decency in them? Why is there so much violence? Why is there so much chaos and killing and murder and confusion? Why is there people that that, that sit together, congregation, congregation of people that sit together to vote on a evil law to be passed? Why? You know, because somebody took the bait that you know that Christ. Was able to turn down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this right here, just understand, you know, this this message right here is for anyone out there. You might be in a p- position right now with Satan, where Satan is presenting you an offer, presenting you with something that you can't even turn down. The best offer that you, your dream, the dream of your heart, you know, and you have to ask yourself, you know, is that what you really want? I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. So, meaning that... Is, is that what the Lord really wants for you? Right. Because I want... But, you know, but, you know, but if a person doesn't know the Lord, you know, they might be confused to think that, you know what, say it, because say it masquerades as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. Doesn't masquerade as an angel of darkness. He don't come before you with... He don't come with his offer... And he don't come before you with his offers and his gifts and the horn with the red devilish clothes, you know, it come it comes as a sweet package first. You take the bite of it and you take that bait, then you really get to see what you're into. And that's but that goes back to even with, with, with Satan coming over to, to him. Like if Christ didn't know if he wasn't the word, he didn't know the word, then like you said, package up. Oh, well, this said this. Oh, like sure. you know, like taking little bits and pieces w- from the word and trying to use it against him. So, but of course he is the word. He knows the word. Mm-hmm. So, but somebody who doesn't know the word like that, yeah, you know, you could easily be be deceived. Um, or if you don't have that relationship with Christ, where you are being like being guided by the Spirit and being able to discern these different things. Um, it could be tough, and that's what that's why he's called by many names, and and one of the name he one of the name that he's called by is the ancient serpent, the ancient serpent, meaning that he's 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 an old serpent, conniving, slick, slick, you know, and unless you have to, that's why that's why you can't defeat Satan through the flesh. You need a spirit. Absolutely. You need a Holy Spirit to defeat Satan to be able to see Satan to discern Satan. To be able to reject Satan. Because if it's just in the flesh, we he already, already lost. We already lost. He already won. He already won. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's why we have to be there. So I mean, it comes back to just being there with him and just the relationship with Christ. Um and having the Holy Spirit and just just being there in him. Absolutely. Right? And that's it. Absolutely. So to be able to 
see Satan devices from afar. That's why the Bible said, lean, lean not on your own understanding. Because your our own understanding is not wise enough to keep up with Satan, Satan's uh, 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 smartness. It's not. So we have to lean on God and lean lean on the Holy Spirit and lean on the scriptures that 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 tells us describes Satan for who he is, and also the Word of God that have warned us about this serpent, this ancient serpent who's he who who's wise, this wise serpent, you know. So we can't battle Satan. Satan doesn't Satan doesn't have one form. He takes many shapes, many forms, and many colors. So you can't put a finger on Satan and say, this is Satan right here to say, you know, this is what Satan looks like because Satan is a spirit. But his characteristics, you know, and that's why the Bible said we should know them by the fruits, mm -hmm. the fruit, the fruit of the spirit. So if somebody is, you know, presenting himself as, you know, representative of the most high, a representative of God and they don't have any quality. They don't have the fruit of the spirit lined up. Then we have to question that person's spirit. Like, you know, this don't sound like it. This don't, don't look, look like it. Don't look like it. So, like, this offer, no, this don't look like it. I'm not falling for it, you know. And you say, you know, and the scriptures say heaven and earth will pass away. But the word of God will never pass away, meaning that anything that's that's built on this earth, treasure that is stored on this earth and, 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 and saved on this earth will be destroyed and passed away. That's why the Bible said, the scripture says, store your treasures in heaven where these things, where rust and, and things will not destroy it. Where it's permanently, internally saved. So store your treasure in heaven, not on the earth. You know? And it just comes down to the heart. Like, what do you desire? You know, if you want, desire to be close to the, to the Lord and get to know God and, 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 and you are confused and you are lost and seeking, you know, seeking the path, the narrow path to get you to the most high. You could be in the position of being offered gifts right now by Satan. I'm sure many people are. If you're listening, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Meaning that the similar gifts that Satan is presenting you right now, he's presenting that to generations of people throughout history. The same similar gifts that they couldn't turn down. And if it wasn't for the grace of God to save some of them, most of them are in hell right now, frying, and have led a whole generation of people to hell also with them, you know? And, you know, and the Lord said that he didn't create hell. He He did not create hell for men, for mankind. He did not create hell, hell for mankind. Hell was created for Satan and his fallen angels. But us as human beings, we have choice. We have choices to make. We have you know, we choose to go to hell or we choose to go to heaven. And the choice of life has been given to us. And he told us to choose life. But we still have a choice to make. Absolutely. So, 
the choice, the free will, and the choices that we have. We, we have to. It's time to to make those decisions. Time is running out. Okay, it's time to make these decisions. And um, if you haven't made that tough tough decision, the time is now. And to really be honest with yourself and say, you know what, where like where am I? Who am I? Where am I? And who is my Lord? Is the is are the things of this world? My Lord, are these things that I'm chasing after? My Lord, or is Christ, Jesus Christ, my Lord? Mm -hmm. And you have to be real. And if you think about what are the things that are on your mind a lot? What are the things that you do a lot? Like where's your focus a lot? And if you can identify and answer that question, and if it's not Christ, then... You have to look at yourself and say, okay, why not? Mm -hmm. Right? He's not going to force you. He's not going to force you and say, oh, please, please, please spend more time with me. No. Please, please, please surrender yourself to me. No. Okay? His word is there. You already know. But at the end of the day, you have to be real and make a decision. Who is going to be your Lord? Is it going to be the world mm -hmm. and Satan's devices and things like that? Or is it going to be Christ? Who is it going to be? You have to make that decision. Nobody else can make that decision for you. It has to be you. And yes, we've talked about previously about, we talked about it today, sacrifices. Okay, first thing, repentance. Then surrendering yourself, picking up the cross, your cross, and following him. Sacrificing yourself. The old person has to be gone. But before, first thing, you got to repent and be like, you know what? This is me. I'm a whole hot mess. This is boom, 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 boom. Um, but I desire to, to, to please you. I desire to be with you. I desire to be like you. And really just humble yourselves and and get to that place with him. Because this walk is not easy. The, the things, the decisions and things that we have to make are not easy. But Sorry. it's so much easier when you are with him and you are walking in the spirit and not in your own flesh and our Sorry. own self. Because... We know that we buy, we we mess around, mess it up, mm -hmm. right? Make bad decisions and things like that. Um, but we will be much better off, so much better off if we are walking in the spirit um, and being obedient to what he has for us. And the thing is, we talked about desires of the heart and like wills and stuff like that. But we should be praying that our hearts and our desires match up with what the Lord desires, right? And his heart. So mm -hmm. that the more we can fine tune that and make and have our heart line up with his heart mm -hmm. and desires be his desires, then we should not get swayed. And obviously we may mess up and, oh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't focused. I wasn't listening to the Lord. I did what I want to do, right? So there's going to be moments that we don't get it right 100% of the time. But I know one thing, my odds of getting it right with him versus getting it right on my own, I'm trying to get it right with him versus making a mistake or doing something outside of the will of God because, right. you know, he is gracious, but, like, I, I just want to be and do what he says do versus doing things on my own. Like, we can't afford that. And I'll, I always say that. Like, I can't, I can't afford to be out here just doing anything and making mistakes. Okay? Mistakes. I'm not talking about this little stuff. Like, like a mistake meaning, a mistake to me is, doing anything that he didn't say do doing something that's outside of the will of God that right there is a mistake 
and it will come with consequences. And obedience is better than sacrifice. And I know <clears throat> I make sacrifice, but I'm not trying to <laughs> be, the sacrifice. be the sacrifice or have <laughs> additional sacrifice because of my disobedience. Okay, so I will every day make sacrifice, but I don't want disobedience to happen. And then there is a sacrifice that I have to make. And that could be that could be 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 bad Time, yeah time's up yeah time's up and anybody trying to trying to trying to go down that road because as much as i love the lord but well, we love the lord we fear him as well so um yeah so that's pretty much pretty much my my, yeah. my last pieces on that yeah so the point is satan give gifts also yep. you know satan offer gifts so be aware, be prepared. Just if it happens to be you and you are on the other side of that table and you're being presented an offer that you cannot turn down, it's too great to turn down, you got to ask yourself, who is your Lord? Who do you want to be your Lord and your Savior? Uh, who do you want to be your Lord, period? So if you want Christ and you want the most high, then you need to walk away from Satan's offers and his gifts. But if you, you know, feel like, hey, I'm down with Satan and, you know, hey, this is what you've been waiting for, then, um, you know, hey, your choice is a right that was given to you by God. But he's given us choice choices to choose. But he also gave us the answer, the answer to this open book test. He said, choose life. You know, you have the choice, life and death, but choose life. He told us, like, this is the answer. Choose life. So, you know, choose life. Every day you wake up, choose life. Every day you wake up, you know, he is life. The breath that we breathe each and every day when we wake, wake up, that's his breath. That's life. And when that breath, when he takes that breath away, guess what? There's no, no more life anymore. So, you know, so... We owe him that. We owe him that. We owe him life because he gave us his breath, expecting us to return to him. And when we don't return to him and he has to take that breath away from us, that's when we face death. You know, the wages of sin is death. You know, and that's why we constantly repent, constantly turn to, turn to the Lord and just humble ourselves before him and constantly try to stay on his path you know, through Christ, the narrow path to, to to get us to Him, you know, and endurance, you know, endurance, keep pushing forward. Um, don't fall for Satan's temptations. Don't fall for his tricks. Don't fall for his his illusions and delusions. Don't fall for it. Um, you know, don't fall for his gifts. Don't take his gifts. His gifts. Don't take his offers. Don't lay in the bed with him. Don't counsel with him, you know, because he's a wise serpent, that ancient serpent, you know. So that's pretty much it. Um, thank you for tuning in uh, on the podcast. Just church won't cut it. And this is week three, the third week, you know, every Week every Friday, we have more to come. So tune in and just check it out, because as the Lord gives it to give it to us, we will 
you know, do our job and our due diligence and just give it, give it back, you know, give it to the world, give it to his kingdom, give it to his people that need it. Absolutely. So until next week, pretty much. All right. Take care. Take care. Stay in your prayers. Stay in your word.